0: Hi everyone, this is Bernadette. Unfortunately, this episode got a little out of control and is much too long, which is why I have decided to cut it in half and make two episodes, episode 4A, which you are about to listen to now, and episode 4B. I hope you listen to both episodes and thoroughly enjoy them. And now, let's start. Hello and welcome. This is episode four of Talking Texts with me, Bernadette. And me, Karina. Today's episode has the title, Inferential Statistics Mind the Gap. And the text this episode deals with is the text, Inference and Error in Surveys, which appeared in Survey Methodology by graphs et al. So, as you
1: might have guessed, we are going to discuss a universally loved topic, statistics! Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> okay, universally loved yeah. was not entirely serious, obviously. <laughs> you might be wondering, I really don't like this topic, why should I listen?
0: Well, perhaps I can convince you to stay tuned. I picked this topic because I'm not very good with numbers.
1: Neither am I.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yet, after reading the text, I now know that how you collect and choose your data will have an impact on the results. I also learned what inference is. I still do not consider the text a particularly entertaining read.
1: It's not, unfortunately.
0: No, <laughs> But I know that it is helpful when trying to evaluate studies and even set them up.
1: And if you think this is relevant for you, then stay with us.
0: Okay, here is what we are going to do.
1: First, we are going to have a look at the title of the text and the meaning of the word
0: inference and error. Second, there will be a summary of the text and we'll discuss why and how. This text is relevant for you as students.
1: The third bit is going to deal with different types of errors and other concepts that might be relevant. And then, in the fourth
0: part, we are actually going to have a look at one of the tasks from the text and discuss it.
1: In all four bits, you are going to be introduced to new terms and you can take a quiz on those terms. You'll find the link in the show notes. And now, let's start. Talking Talk Texts. Text. Talking Talk
0: Texts. Text.
1: First things first, let's take a look at the title of the text.
0: The title is Inference and Error in Surveys.
1: But what
0: does this actually mean?
1: Let's find an explanation for the word inference first.
0: Let me give you a hint.
2: The name Sherlock Holmes and the address is 221 Street.
0: Okay, this was from the BBC show Sherlock Holmes.
1: Okay, but what does this have to do with Sherlock Holmes?
0: Mr. Holmes only sees small samples of the reality. But what he does is he draws conclusions to paint the larger picture.
1: Only he calls it deduction rather than inference.
0: Yes. And in theory, he might be wrong. I mean, his deduction might be faulty, but of course, he is a man in the 19th century. And men in the 19th century were never wrong only misunderstood
1: nobody's perfect except for men from the 19th century
0: (laughs) yeah you're right
1: (laughs) so inferring data means interpreting or drawing conclusions with respect to a larger group or quantity than was actually tested you look at a sample and use your data to draw conclusions about the whole population
0: so what we need to deal with is the element of uncertainty and variation. And this brings me to the second word in the title, error.
1: This is actually a very straightforward word, and it is one of the words you all know. However, in statistics, error is not the same as a mistake.
0: Nope. Statisticians regard error as the unknown difference between the value that you get from collecting data from samples and the actual or true value. In the text it is said that error in
1: statistics is a gap between what is found out and what should have been found.
0: The way I understand it, error is part of the system and accepted as such. Error will always be there. There are different ways to reduce error, but you can never reduce it everywhere
1: but you can reduce it where you think it needs to be reduced. There will always be gaps.
0: This is a very accepting, and to my understanding, almost Buddhist way of looking at error. That's true. Yeah, and you know what? I I wish we could all approach the gaps we perceive in ourselves and others this way.
1: You know, I think the world would be a better place.
0: Yes, so do I.
1: Actually, this is why I like this approach. Mind the gap? It is part of the system and we can factor it in.
0: Yeah. And now to sum it all up, inference is the conclusion from a sample to a target population. It is a kind of interpretation, but it is based on data, formulae and calculation. And error is the gap between the measured results and the results that should have been measured. Now, let's come to the second point. What is the text about and why does it matter?
1: So, we already admitted that we have special needs when it comes to statistics. Yeah. Bernadette, what did you find most challenging in this particular text, Inference and Error and Surveys?
0: Well, yeah, glad you asked. Well, let's establish first, I'm statistically challenged. And you know what, to be honest, I first had to understand what the point of the text was. Statistics uses its own language, which is why I sometimes really struggled with the words and the way they are used.
1: Yes, I couldn't agree more, actually. Yeah. Mm. There are so many definitions and distinctions, and sometimes it's really hard to keep them in mind and keep track of what is said in the text.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I also found it hard to deal with the mathematical formulae. Oh, God. Me too. Yeah.
1: But if I asked you to summarize the most important bits of the text,
0: how could we do that? Well, there are different things the text does. It is an introduction to how to look at a survey as a tool to collect and analyze data.
1: Yes, that's true. What I learned is actually... That there are different stages of a survey, such as design, trial, which is the test phase of the study, Mm. and conducting the survey.
0: Yeah. And in addition, I also understood that in each survey, there are not only the stages, but also in a way different levels. There is the measurement level or the level of observation, This part of a survey is everything that has to do with data you get from an interaction with the samples. And often those samples are people, right? The other level is the level of representation. Here, the scientists make decisions concerning the design. They think about the population and the sampling frame from which they wish to collect the answers. They make adjustments and determine the sample size. And depending on each of those levels, different kinds of errors can occur, but we'll come to that in a bit.
1: And the text also classifies different kinds of errors and introduces categories and terms for describing
0: the processes of data collection. Those kinds of errors are quite important because they will help you understand where and how you can uh, influence the results of a study.
1: But let's return to where we started. Why is the text relevant?
0: Okay. In order to have at least one expert voice in this podcast, I've haunted down Ms. Helmsmüller, who has been at the department since 2019. She holds a diploma in mathematics, and you know, that really, I I find it ungraspable how anyone can hold a diploma in mathematics. Okay, and in addition to that, a bachelor's degree in economics.
1: Wow, that's quite impressive.
0: Yeah, and you know what, it was her who recommended this text, and most importantly, she also teaches you, the students, in statistics. I asked her about the relevance of the text for the students. And
2: here is what she said. Um, Well, actually I think um, statistics is relevant for the student, right? Because in social policy, we're always interested in how a, a policy that we study affects a group, right? We never really just care for one individual, but we're always interested about groups. And when we talk about groups are already in statistics, you need to somehow aggregate the information, the effect a policy has on each and every individual, into a key number so that you know, you can, that you then can interpret. And um, as a mathematician, we only look at the numbers. But as a social scientist, you also have to acknowledge that those numbers are produced by people. And I think this text just gives you a very nice framework of how to analyze a, a survey with all those different error sources, yeah, with all those different um, instances where people can make mistakes. And you can do your best, but in the end, you will always have error there. And that when people read studies and there's a question and they said 20% Think this and that, and then they say that's a given. That's exactly yes. what happened, and and it's not true. You know when you read studies, even when they're in the newspapers, not even when they're only academic studies. You always have to remember. You always have to think. Okay, what was the question that was asked? How can people interpret this? Who was the um, the interviewer? What was the survey mode? Um, you know what what can happen to all these in all these kind of instances? And as I said, you know this this text just gives you a very very neat structure. So. What do you like so much about statistics? <laughs> what do I like about statistics? Well, um, <laughs> in statistics, I really like this part that you that you link a number to a person. All these errors come in then, yes, and that makes it more difficult, but it also makes it um, more exciting. Yeah, it has meaning. <laughs> Those numbers have meaning. And you can still calculate and you can still do right and wrongs with it, but you always have to be careful because... You know, this this human dimension is there, it's always there and you can't forget about it. But it's still nice because it gives you you know, it gives you um statistics is your mean of, of going beyond your own experience. Yeah. It's you know, does that translate to a group of people or is this just one instance that we're looking at? Is this irregularity? Is this part of human behavior when, when we're looking at social science, or is this just you <laughs> basically?
1: So what she emphasizes is statistics is important for social scientists because it helps evaluate the impact of certain policies on different groups.
0: Yes, and this is the answer to the question why the text is relevant. It's relevant because this text provides you with a framework for assessing and evaluating a survey. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And another aspect she stresses is also that people see numbers and they accept them without questioning the data behind those numbers and how the data was collected in the first place.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a very, very important point. Mm -hmm. Um, And she also says that there will always be the gap between what should have been measured and what was measured. And this gap is called error. So there will always be error in a survey.
1: Remember, error is part of the system.
0: Yaha, And this, queen of transitions, brings us to part three. Different kinds of error in statistical surveys. And this is the end of episode 4a. The best thing, of course, would be to start listening to episode 4B straight away. Bye.